Welcome back to Romance Splaining. I'm Leslie Welch. I'm Adam Welch. And we are getting ready to talk about Chapter 13 of Silken Bondage. It seems like forever since we recorded, like at least a week. It's at least a week. It's been too long without Johnny Roulet and Nevada Hamilton. And now we have Miss Annabelle, who will be joining the entourage. Was this... Is this a guest that we have here in the room? No. Does she have picked it? So in chapter 12, uh, Johnny and Nevada went to meet Miss Annabelle, who was the They don't have to be big, you know. No. The aunt of Johnny's war buddy. Whatever size is fine. She'll take any size because she's basically an old maid. Uh, she hasn't had, there's cobwebs. Any size, any age, shit. fine with me. Right. I'm doubling down. So they go back to the the homestead where Miss Annabelle like now lives in a small cottage. And they're in France now, right? No, they are somewhere. I don't. I can't even uh, remember. Are they on the Mississippi? They're yeah. They're they're on the Mississippi. The mighty Mississippi. They're on their way down the river to Nolens, and Miss Annabelle is going to teach Nevada how to be a lady, and they're going to sail a transit. They're going to take a transatlantic journey. To London, England, and learn how to be a lady. Oh, man. The old man. You probably don't remember any of that. Cross the pond. Okay. Good for you. All right. That's so, what they call the Atlantic. Yeah. Let me tell you a little something about the oceans. I know nothing about the, the ocean. The Atlantic Ocean is called the pond because, um, you know, England and America have, you know, quite a history together. So yeah. we don't want to pretend like we're that far apart. We're very, like... Cousinly. So we don't refer to thousands of miles of a vast ocean separating us as an ocean. We just say, hey, it's the pond. We're so close. We're so close. Yeah, the Pacific is the scary ocean. (sighs) Yeah. Tell that to, uh, you know, Thor Heyerdahl. He would agree with you. I don't want to talk to Thor because I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. But anyway, it has nothing to do with silken bondage. We have a lot to recover, so you you need to to shut up now. Hemsworth about the Pacific. Oh, okay. He fought it and won. All right. So there's some passages here where uh, Miss Annabelle seems to have a little crush on Mr. Johnny Roulet. Are we ever going to get to the sex? Well, we did have sex in Chapter 6, which you seem to- Chapter what? Sex? Sex. Um, so Johnny's like, hey, Miss Annabelle, will you accompany us uh, to London and teach Nevada how to be a lady? And I need to listen better, huh? Y- I would definitely put that on. All right. I can't even give or take away points from you anymore because it's right. just, it's not even a good strategy. I'll take that over. Men are better at math anyway. They're so much better at math. Woo. Okay, so Miss Annabelle agrees quickly. She's like, yes, I'll go. And she, like, packs her stuff up, and they're like, ooh, let's make the 6 o'clock steamer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't really understand how this goes down, because it's like the That's steamer comes said. right to the plantation. It's like they have a steamer boat stop, like, right out their back door. It's which confusing at first. That's kind of cool. You know, it'd be like if there was a steamer boat, like the creek in our backyard was a bigger river. Like, what do I do? I'd be like, oh, I need to go to work. I'm going to go get on the steamer. <laughs> I, that would be the best. I'd do that every day. It sounds like a gross euphemism. Anyway, so the steamer's whistle gave two loud blasts as it neared the private levee. Doot, doot. Right. And Miss Annabelle clutching the crown of her straw hat with a gloved hand, because she's a very proper woman, 
Um, she proceeded on to the boat and felt she. It felt like the blasts went right through her heart. Toot mm. <laughs> toot. Toot toot. They just went right through there. She's I don't got know a fragile glass-like heart. She's she like does. a tardigrade. That once it is completely desiccated, the um, the proteins that are like jelly-like when it's fully oh hydrated, gosh, not this again, turn into like a crystalline, like glass-like structure to protect it. I was from trying the, to sleep last night, and you were telling me this. From the, do you know what that does to somebody's dreams? Well, I hope you had a little tardigrade that's going like glorp, glorp with its little snout. And then you're telling me that, like, I'm taking a sip of water and you're like, there are tardigrades in there. It's well, just you know there too are, much. Though. I don't want to listen. I don't want to talk about roop, roop. this. Water bears, you know, and they're clawing around. It's so like they they're get not on well the boat. Adapted the boat is called the water. Orleans Bell, doing? and they take the trip down river. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this boring you? There's no sex. Okay. And then Miss Annabelle frees her breasts and. <laughs> You made that up, didn't you? I did. God damn it. <laughs> That's how I would have wrote the book. Like, I don't care if they're all old and shriveled up. I'll take it. She's like, we're going to have a threesome on this boat. <laughs> I'll teach you how to be a lady. Because she's not that old. <laughs> she's younger than you. Let's face it. She's oh, like 39, man, probably. No, because her her um, Sam was, you know, he was in his t- 18 or 19. <laughs> exactly. So maybe she's 32. Oh, you're right, because my brother could be my kid. This is the 1800s, for fuck's sake. You are so sake. right. And my I, bro- oh. I know I said the 18th century in a previous episode, so I'm going to do a disclaimer and say, I fuck. Yeah, you did. How did you remember that? I, I, forgot, to, I, just, I forgot to humiliate you It's been you eaten at that. me. Well, yeah. that's really hard to remember. Like, oh, 18th century. 18th century is the 1700s. 19th century is not the 19th, you know? Yeah, it's, it's stupid the difficult. way they did that. I hate that. I don't like it either. It's like the 24-hour clock. Fuck that thing. I love the 24-hour well, clock. Well, you can be with your 24-hour clock. I'm with it every day. They make their way to Nolens. Nolens. And they stay at the St. Louis Hotel. She does not have her tits out. No, she put her tits away. The only people seeing She her never t- took them out. No, there's nobody. Maybe she'll do some voodoo, though. No? Okay. So, yeah, they're staying down in the heart of the French Quarter. It's super fun. And um, Johnny takes Miss Annabelle safely to her hotel room. And then Nevada gets all excited because he's like, we're going out on the town. And he takes her to gamble. They're super excited to do that. And, of course, bam, 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 bam. She's making all the gambling stuff. But in this one, he gives her the, um, he lets her take the gambling seat. What do you think of that? What does that mean, gambling seat? Is that where you, like, you're front and center throwing the dice down the table? Yeah. Like, She's laying the chips down for the roulette table. Oh, he, is that, is that why he's called Johnny Roulette? Because he plays roulette? I was assuming it was like, what's that where you throw, you take the two dice and you have the hot girl, like, craps. blow on them? Oh, that's craps. Mm-hmm. Craps seems like crap. Honestly, it's ter- I've never been able. And then I said the wrong thing in Vegas once. I was like, what do we do? We want to get an 11. And this guy yelled at me. He's like, that's bad luck. Get out of here, you idiot. It was very upsetting. That guy just seems like an asshole. Yeah. Well, they take it very seriously. There's a lot of, you know. But I would say, like, seems like odds wise, Roulet might have slightly better odds than craps or no. No, probably the other way around, actually. It seems like roulette is probably the worst bet that you can do. I think it is. Like you just toss the marble and then it bounces around. Well, you don't toss the marble. They 
release the marble. You you decide what it's going to be. Bla- yeah, you can do black, but, red, yeah. this number, that or number. Or you could put it on the four corners of four different numbers, but you don't get as much money. Hate it. Yeah. Don't I'll like just it. play blackjack. I understand blackjack. Blackjack is, you know, that's the best odds, I think, for the right. player. But Camille and I, well, yeah, we both won some big money that one time on roulette. roulette. How much? I can't remember. It was like a hundred dollars. <laughs> wow. I know. We were loaded. High rollers. <laughs> but we had like a $20 kitty, you know. That's a nice cat. $20 kitty? What does yeah. that mean? It's your little money. Your little Oh, that's your, your purse. Yeah. Your that's kitty. what you started with. Mm-hmm. Beyond which you do not. And also, I don't, dude, I don't think kitty is the preferred nomenclature. It's pussy. Moving pussy. on. <laughs> Okay, so... Nev- you said it for once, not me. I know. Me. Look at me going. I'm getting all loosey-goosey. So Nevada's Shit. actually the one gambling Dog. now, and she's pretty excited. At, she's nervous at first, but then she just really gets going, and she couldn't lose. She was just winning like you nobody's business. She what? shoved every red chip before her onto the number 28, sat back and smiled at the two grain gentlemen's gamblers who turned to stare at her. So there are these two guys on either side of her who are like, who is this bitch? And but she's like, I'm going to show you who this bitch is. Shabam. Is this the cougar doing this or is this Nevada? This is Nevada. She's the good luck charm. The oh, cougar is in I bed. She is, she is. Fuck. You know, doing her little circles, digging out her hole, whatever cougars do before they go to bed. Or do they sleep in trees? I don't can't remember. Uh, depends on the threat level. Yeah. But this cougar she, sleeps in bed. That's all. Isn't she gambling with Johnny Roulet's money? Yes. She shouldn't act so cocky. He's telling her to act cocky. He's like, do whatever you need to do, girlfriend. And she's like, okay. And then she's okay. like, let it all ride. And then she, they did... And it got $900. So it landed on 28 Yeah. And that's a lot of gambling stuff I don't understand. I really don't. There's a few things I care about less than gambling. <laughs> okay. I don't like it. I know. You're not very into gambling, I'm are not, you? I'm not. No. Okay. I, I want to be, but it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Can we skip over this and get back to the, you know, yeah, coo- cougar so then, tits? Okay. Let's see. I've got to get there. Um, oh, and then... I mean, just... I, I still want you... Here's what I... Let me explain how I want this to go. I don't care how you want it to go. Okay, so then they get back to the boat with the... And um, Nevada's like, I did really well, didn't I? I won you lots of money. Because she won shit tons of money. And he's like, you sure did. And then she goes, then I deserve a good night kiss. And he was in a hurry and had no mood and no mood to argue. He took Nevada's face in his hand and bent down to brush his lips hurriedly against hers. But adjectivedly, yes, when his mouth met hers, Nevada threw her arms around his neck and kissed him with all the love and passion she felt for him. All of it. All of it. At the same time, she was just like shooting her love and passion right into him. That seems so male of her. I'm sure he really liked that. In real life, if a girl did that and you were that too into her, you'd be like, "This is terrible." So clingy. But maybe if she's shooting all of her love into him like a man would do maybe johnny roulet is gay johnny roulet maybe no he's not well he's trying to like maybe stop he's a the hardening of his penis all the time he's not gay i don't know if that's definitive evidence honestly 
I, I think, you know, in today's world, Johnny Roulet would probably be bisexual because he's just, you know, very free. So that wasn't acceptable back in the uh, 19th century? The 19th century? I would say no. Hmm. Of course not. Come on, Adam. I wasn't alive then. I know. You were just collecting gold eagles. Who knows what you were doing? They didn't talk about it. No. So, but Johnny didn't, didn't like, get grossed out that she was kissing with all of her love for him. Instead, he groaned and deepened the kiss, his lips opening wide, his tongue sliding deep in her mouth. I like a tongue kiss as much as the next girl, but just that description does not do it for me. Can can we like It makes me just think he's shoving a gooey duck in my throat, like deep throating me with a gooey duck. <laughs> All right. So anyway, he he fleetingly considered taking her into his darkened hotel room, stripping the pink silk dress from her tempting curves, and feasting on them just as he had feasted on her lips. He's going to feast on her curves. That's pretty sexy. Okay. You like feasting on curves? Do you like that? Um, depends on the curves. Sure. Okay. Nevada sensed the war going on inside him. Is it a curve that's like... Curving up out of a gooey like duck? bivalve? No. Okay. <laughs> no, the gooey duck's off the table. Uh, she sensed a war was right. going on inside it's him. It's in her mouth. <laughs> and she prayed his passionate sad would win. Johnny, let your passionate sad win. That's how she sounds inside, if you were wondering. I really wasn't. I can't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But then he released her shoulders and just stalks off down the corridor. What a jerk. That's it, not very it nice. It seems like she may have sexually assaulted him. You know? Like she grabbed it, him by his male lips yeah. with her female lips. Right. It's kind of bullshit, you know? I think if he would have done that to her, people may have had a problem with that. I don't know. That's not true. Especially in the 1800s, back when there was civility and people gave a shit about the rules. I don't know. This is not the Big Lebowski, baby. It's not the... You're right. It's Louis L'Amour. Oh. People respected women mm-hmm. back then. They were a rare, precious commodity that okay. you didn't fuck around with. I'm you're serious. Right. I know. And that's why you're such a good man. Everybody stood up for them, protected them, because there was only like a 1% of the population that was women. It's like, don't, don't. Yeah, because most of them were dying in childbirth. Well, right. And their men were getting impaled by steers and shit. Right. But don't fuck with the women. Yeah. Don't treat them bad. Don't assault them. Don't even leer. You can't even leer. You take your fucking hat off and you bow down. All right. Well, Johnny, instead of assaulting her, he was burning, burning with desire. He is a hunk of hunk of burning desire and love. He's got crabs. He's got, there's, who even knows what he has? He's got geoducks down in his crotch. Yeah, he does. Um, So he headed straight for the most expensive, luxurious brothel in all Nolans. Oh, so come he's, on. he's got two women on the hook, an old cougar, <laughs> yeah, waiting can... back in his room. She's a proper woman, though. She would not give in to that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he could probably convince her, though. Right. And he's got this nubile young piece of ass mm-hmm. 
that he doesn't want to like soil because she's his quote unquote good luck charm. Right. So he's got two pieces of ass he can just lay into any time he wants. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna go out and find a hua. Yeah. All right. And go this find hua a hua. Happens to be a red-haired young woman who calls herself Belinda. Go find a hua. And got she it. called him her dark lover. What's dark about him exactly? I, they're always talking about how tan, or Dan is always talking about how tan he is. Is it his crispy chest hair? Well, that definitely makes him dark. You know, it's very dark and tangled and coarse. I wonder, I wonder if the cover of the book is kind of throwing us off the scent a little bit. Yeah, you Do you think he's African American? No. Is he a black man? He, can't, he wouldn't be in the South in 1890-something. No. I, I wasn't there. You no, know, no, no. I don't know. Like, you know. You don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's a stretch in 2017. Come on. Half, you know. All right. So he has to go find a whore. He might have some Native American in him. He's just very tan. He's swarthy. Freaking French. He's swarthy. Yeah, he's swarthy. All right. Tall, dark, and handsome. With a little pencil thin mustache. And when she kissed him with wet red lips, Belinda let her hands slide between their pressing bodies to expertly unbutton his tight black trousers and slip her hand inside to examine his impressive erection. Oh, my dark lover. Jesus Christ. She exclaimed, is that really? Oh, my dark lover is... (laughs) She says, oh, Come my. Let me finish it. It's so good. Oh, God. oh man, you're just going to ruin it. Okay. And now I have great. to start over. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, my dark lover, she exclaimed. Uh, Is that really for me? I'll be. Oh, <laughs> oh, you brought me a present. It's so big, Johnny. Uh, I made that last part up. And then. <laughs> yeah, I made my parts up, too. Yeah. But uh, I think they're pretty accurate. And then here we go. Uh, so she's like, is that really for me? He's like, who else? <laughs> That's the a cougar <laughs> that I got back in the room, the nubile piece of ass who wants to fuck me <laughs> that I won't, oh. which I already have, apparently. Why what do you don't mean, you, who else? Why don't you get me presents like that? Like your giant, giant throbbing erection? cock? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's like once every six weeks. Oh, put it on the calendar, baby. Am I a fucking machine? Oh my gosh, that is just too much. And Uh, that is the end of chapter 13 of Silken Bondage. I've learned so much. Okay. I didn't hear you typing anything. I think you weren't paying attention. Best present is a hand throbbing (laughs) Oh, I typed a lot. Oh, okay. You have no idea. I have no idea. Thank you. Uh, This is Tell me what you learned. Got to wrap it up. All right. I need to listen a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Old women are the best with their tits out. Oh. <laughs> uh, I got some gambling advice. Um, I know like certain species of cat-like animals and or old women sleep in trees. Uh, <laughs> geoducks have sexual curves. I learned how to treat women, and that basically boils down to like go find a whore. Okay. And the best present is a giant throbbing cock. I mean, that is the moral of the story right there. Great. I, I, hey, I got it. I wish we could name this episode. Giant throbbing cock. The best present is a giant throbbing cock. How about just the best present? That's the unofficial name for this. Okay, the best present. I like that. Yeah. Now you guys know what that means. <laughs>
<laughs> well, thank you for joining us for Chapter 13. We'll see you for Chapter 14 soon. I'm Leslie Welch. I'm Adam Welch. And go give yourself a present. Once a day. Every day. Every day.